Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Avachos. Yeridea Chelik Sheni, Hilchas Orla, Halacha Dalid, Paragraph Chaf Zayin. Hopefully, we're going to complete this halacha today, Mitzvahim. <clears throat> because we're very pressed for time, we won't go into any details. We dedicate the Shir Li'ilu Nishmas, all those that need an Ilu Nishama. And for a complete Rafu Shalema, for all those on our lists that need a Rafu Shalema, Betoich Shar Choyli Yisrael. Paragraph Chazayin. Vezeh Bechinas Be'echod Betishrei Rosh Hashanah L'Shonim, L'Netiyah, V'Liyarokois, L'Shmitin, U'Liyoivlois. Rav Nosanzal says, based on what we've been learning throughout this halacha, we'll be able to understand now why Rosh Hashanah is considered the beginning of the new year, both when we count years, regarding all the laws regarding planting, like Orla and and, and uh, Netarvai, Liorokois, regarding vegetables also, and regarding Shemitah and Yovel. Ki b'echod Rosh Hashanah, because on the first day of Tishrei, which is what we call Rosh Hashanah generally, the Tfila is at a peak of perfection. As we mentioned throughout the halacha about Yitzchok Avinu going out to Davin in the fields and all the grass and all the vegetation and all the trees returning their energy into the tefillah. All the different items within the fields, the vegetation, the trees, the plants and everything, which received their energy from the Dvar Hashem, it started out from the Dvar Hashem, then came down to the Malachim, to the Koychovim, and then came down to all the vegetation. Now they return, they take that energy, and they feed it back into our Tfila. Shezeh Iker Tikunam. This is the main Tikun for all the vegetation and the plants. V'yalkein Oz Hu Rosh Hashanah Shel Kol Hanetiois V'hayerokois. And that's why, again, what we call Rosh Hashanah, which is Aleph Tishrei, is considered the new beginning for all plantings and all vegetables. Ki oz ikar tikunam, because that's the time when their greatest tikkun takes place. Vezehu lishmitin uliyoyvlois. And now we can understand also why the Mishnah tells us that it's also Rosh Hashanah regarding when Shemitah begins and when Yovel begins. Because what we're learning about here is what really defines the main holiness of Shemitah and Yovel. Shehem Shabbos Lashem. The Torah refers to them as a Shabbos for Hashem. And we know that the whole Kiddush of Shemit and Yovel pertains specifically to plants and vegetation. As it says clearly in the Torah, 
that during the Shemitah year, you're not allowed to plant, you're not allowed to harvest. <clears throat> and by observing these laws, we're showing that we realize that the world belongs to Hashem. It's not ours, it's Hashem's. And Hashem defines when we can work the fields, when we can't work the fields. Ki oz hu Shabbos l'Hashem, she oz alias shel kol hakoychoy shel kol siach hasodeh. That's when all the energy of all the different plants and vegetation rises up. She oilim v'nechlolim b'sharoshem. They rise up and become plugged in to their source. Kemoi b'Shabbos b'Rishis. Just as on the seventh day of the week which is called Shabbos Bereshis, in other words, the seventh day of creation. She'oz alias kol ha'olamois lehikolel b'sharoshan, kayadua. When the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that on Shabbos, on Shabbos, all the different worlds get elevated and plugged into their original source. Ukamesha Pirish Rashi, and as Rashi says, Kishem Shenemar Bishabis Kishem Shenemar Bishabis Bereshis Kach Nemar Bishmita. The same thing that the Torah writes about Shabbos of the week, of the seven days of the week, the same concept applies to the seventh year of a seven year cycle. Vialkain Oz Hakoil Hefker. And that's why the Torah tells us that during the seventh year there's no ownership of fields and orchards. It's not your orchard. Anyone who wants can come in and take, the poor people can come and take from your orchard, from your field. Because the whole concept of different ownerships, that you own this and I own that and he owns this, that only applies down here, down below. Where each person is separate from the other one. However, up, up above where all of this originates from, there everything is one and one owner. One owner. And this is also the concept of Yoivel, the Jubilee year, the 50th year. That's one of the main times when everything gets elevated and plugged in to its original source. As the Pesach says, Bishnas HaYoivel Hazois Toshuvu that on this Yoivel year, on this 50th year, the Jubilee year, all fields and everything return to their original owners. Because the word Yoivel is the exact same letters as the word Yivul that we've been speaking about throughout the Torah. The word Yivul means produce, the produce of the field. The word Yoivel means the 50th year, the Jubilee year. 
And Rabbein Azal, in the chapter 1, in the second half of Likut Imran, which this halach is based on, Rabbein Azal refers to both of them. Shekol ha-koychois, shekol siyach ha-sodeh, oilen v'nechlolen koycham betoich All of the energies of all the different plants and vegetation of the fields all rise up and 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 contribute their energy to tefillah, to our tefillah. Sheze iker tikun ha'olamais. And we know that tefillah is the main tikkun of all the worlds. The Arizal says this in the beginning of the Priyat Chaim that every mitzvah we do, and especially the study of Torah, all affect a tikkun for the worlds. But the greatest, most powerful tikkun for all the worlds is tefillah. Because as Rabbein Azal says there on the Kudimran, when the tefillah is bishlemus, when our tefillah is receiving all of that energy that's coming, receiving all of that energy from from uh, from all the vegetation and everything, that brings about a sparkling of the light of Moshiach. And a person who, who, who accomplishes this, the person who accomplishes this level of perfection of tefillah is zeichet to rule over the angels, as Rabbi Nezal speaks about this in the beginning of that chapter in Likud Emran. And that person's kingdom and authority is able to be maintained. The malochim aren't able to challenge it or overturn it. His kingdom, his authority is solid. When he has this shleimus of tefillah, and towards the end of that chapter, Rabbi Nezal shows that a person who does all of this is zoichet to Rosh Hashanah, to really be able to lead a Rosh Hashanah. It's impossible for a person to achieve all of this unless the person holds on to, is attached to the Kisiyakovoy. As we spoke about throughout this halacha, as Rabbi Nezal speaks about this in the beginning of that chapter on Likut Imran, a person who is attached to the Kisiyakovoy becomes, is so attached to Hashem, Hashem is called Hashem is the arena the place of the entire world, the entire world exists inside of Hashem, that person, the person who achieves all of this, becomes Bechinas Mekoymoy Shaloylam. Sheshom Yesh Mokoym Lechol Echod. There, there's a place for everyone. Vaydezeh Donin Hakoylakavschus. And this enables such a person to be able to judge everybody favorably. Because again, the Gemara says you can't judge anybody properly unless you can put yourself in that person's place. This person who is to this shleimus of tefillah and to be attached to the Kisiyakovoy and to all of these things, that person becomes kaviochel mekoymoy shaloylam, like kaviochel so well connected to Hashem that he's also in this category of being the place of the world. And all of this a person is to through Shleimus Hatfila, 
which is like Yitzhak Avinu, who went out to speak to Hashem, with the Sodeh, with all the energy coming from the fields. Shehi Bechinas Yoivel. And again, the first letters of Vayetze Yitzchok Lasuach Basode make up the word Yoivel. Vialkain, by Yoivel Oz Hu Cherus And this is why on the Jubilee year, on the Yoivel year, there's an incredible freedom. Every, all slaves become freed, and all fields become free of any temporary ownership. They return to their original owners. Everything rises up and returns to its origin. And everything gets repaired then through the, the perfection of tefillah that we've spoken about throughout this halacha, which becomes connected to and completed as we spoke earlier, by all the all the vegetation and all the plants and all the trees contributing their energy, returning the energy that they got originally from the Dvar Hashem, now they're giving it back to the Dvar Hashem. They're returning it into our tefillah. Now, because of the fact that it's on Rosh Hashanah, that our tefillah achieves this level of perfection, that explains also why Rosh Hashanah is the time, is the beginning of a new year when Shemitah be- the Shemitah year begins, or the Yovel year begins, with all of their rules. Because the, the whole holiness of Shemitah and Yovel is related to the fields. Which is also the concept of Tefillah, which, of which the Shlemus is on Rosh Hashanah. Rav Zal says, and this will explain also why we find that Yoivel, the 50th year, is called Rosh Hashanah. Kamayisham Rabbi Seinuzal, as the Gemara says in Erchen, Eizehu Shana, Sheroish Hashana Shelo Ba'osar Lechoidesh. Which year is it whose Rosh Hashanah is on the 10th day of Tishrei, meaning on Yom Kippur? Hevi Yoimer, Ze Yoivel. That's the Yoivel year. So the Yoivel year, <coughs> its Rosh Hashanah is not, its, its beginning begins, it is announced on Yom Kippur, on the 10th day of Tishrei. Ki Rosh Hashanah v'yoivel him bechina achas. Because Rosh Hashanah and Yoivel are one concept. It's one concept of a time when we achieve this Shlemus of Tefillah, when, when we achieve this superiority over the angels, when we connect to the Kisi HaKovoid, all the different things that we discussed throughout this halacha, which Rav Zal had shown are all tied into Rosh Hashanah, are also all tied into Yoivel. Baruch Hashem. Any questions, please? Yes. Please. Maybe a little more of a comment. 
comment and a question. Okay, let's hear it. Go ahead, please. Yeah, I have, I have a question. Mm-hmm. So, I guess the the issue that I have is like it's ready to be able to be connected, but there's like the concept of endurance, where like a lot of the times I get tired, and so like, how does a person stay within that space? like all the time without getting broken down. One, <clears throat> one piece of advice for that is the concept of renewal, which Rabbi Nezal speaks a lot about. <clears throat> when a person feels that they're doing something 20 times or 30 times, or they're doing it for 10 hours, then after 10 hours, a person gets tired, exhausted. If during the second hour and the fifth hour, the person feels like they just started doing it. When I, when I just, in the beginning of the day, I have energy. Towards the end of the day, I, I'm tired. I don't have energy. <clears throat> if towards the end of the day, in my mind, I'm at the beginning, I'm at, the, I'm at the starting gate, then I still have energy. That's one of the ways that a person can build up their endurance, in a sense, you know, to have energy for longer periods of time. <clears throat> and this also requires tefillah, and it requires persistence. A person whose body is in a very weak state, when they start doing exercise, <clears throat> they get tired very quickly. They can only do it maybe for 10 minutes, 5-10 minutes. <clears throat> As they keep at it, if they're consistent and keep at it, they're able to go to 30 minutes and an hour, you know, and more and more. The same thing in Ruchnius. There's a process, a growth that needs to take place. When it comes to Hispoidus, for example, a person doesn't start with an hour. A person starts with 10 minutes, 5 or 10 They try to get used to that for a period of time, and then they gradually increase. They st- try to keep increasing and growing. Thank you. That makes sense. Sure. Anyone else, please? Okay, we'll just begin the next halacha. We mentioned that I hope to be traveling shortly to Miron for Erev Shchedesh. I hope to be a shliach for all of us, to daven for all of us in Miron by Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi, which is one of the holiest places in the world and one of the holiest tzaddikim that ever lived. That all of us should be a that the month should close on a good note, and the new month, the month of Teves, should be a month of joy, of toiv, of every type of toiv, and happiness, and joy, and success for Klal Yisrael. Mitzvah Shem. V'chisavoyu el ha'oretz, here Rav Nosanzal quotes the Pasuk and Chumash, that presents the laws of Orla and Etarvai, when you will come to Eretz Yisrael, unetatem kol eitz meichol, and you will plant fruit-bearing trees, for the first three years, the produce of that tree is forbidden to you. During the fourth year, the, the fruit that's produced during the fourth year is holy. It's holy praise to Hashem. And from the fifth year and on, all the fruit is permissible, 100% permissible, regular. 
Rav Nosan Zal says that this next halacha will be based on Al Pihatoiro Laham Shech Sholoim B'Simen Yundalid. Will be based on chapter fourteen in Likutei Moran. Ayin Shom Kol Hatoira. Study that entire chapter. Umevoyer Shom. Rabbeinu Zal explains there. A Jew will not achieve a real success in Torah without humility. We know Hashem gave the Torah on the smallest mountain, Mount Sinai, Har Sinai, because it was small. <clears throat> and Rabbi Nassau says there, this means, this means for a person to break their arrogance in four categories. A person must realize that they're smaller than those who are actually greater than them. And a person has to try to feel smaller than even people that they're equal to. And a person has to feel smaller than those who are on a lower level than them even. And a person has to humble themselves and consider themselves smaller than what they really are. For the person to think and perceive of themselves as being less and on a lower level than they really are. Bibichinas, as the Pasuk says in the Chumash, when it speaks about Shabbos, Shvu ish tachtov. Let each person, if I translate those words literally, let each person sit beneath themselves, below themselves, meaning consider yourself lower than what you actually are. And Rav Nassim Zal is going to tie this into Orla, and he's going to go into detail explaining and clarifying these levels of humility, exactly how it applies to us. And Yitzhashem will continue tomorrow. Tomorrow is Rosh Chodesh, Rosh Chodesh Teves. The shir will begin, I hope, on time, 8.15 in Yitzhashem, and we'll try to make sure to give the full hour. Wishing everyone a, a good Erev Rosh Chodesh, a wonderful Chodesh, and all the Yeshuas that Hanukkah can, can give Klal Yisrael, especially the Geula Shleima, B'mhera B'meinu, Amen V'Amen.